Hello and welcome to the Decorum Talking newspaper for the week ending Saturday 6 May 2023. This is Rod and our other readers are Jenny, Norma and Tom. The editor this week is Kevin. Our technician this week is Jake. This is Team 2. Most of our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Burke Hempstead and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442, unless stated otherwise. This week we start with some news about the events around the King's coronation. But first, a message from Audrey Mackey. The DTN Annual General Meeting is on Saturday the 10th of June at Adyfield Community Centre at 2pm. Tea and biscuits will be provided. This is a great opportunity for the DTN team to meet listeners and hear what they think. It is also an opportunity for listeners to meet the team that make the weekly broadcasts possible. Audrey's looking forward to seeing you all there. Hello, this is Tom. A right royal party to celebrate the coronation. A fun-packed day of free events is in store to celebrate the King's coronation with a right royal knees-up plan by Hemel Hempstead Business in Decorum, BID. Hemel Bids Street Party will be held on Sunday, May the 7th, with organisers hoping people will turn out to admire the bunting and join the town centre celebrations. There will be singing, dancing, crazy golf, kids' entertainment, balloon modellers, face painting, walkabout acts and lots more. And it's all free. Attractions will offer something for all the family with visitors invited to get into the spirit of the King's coronation and feel like a king or, or a queen for the day by taking a seat in specially created thrones. There'll be an opportunity to take a selfie with one lucky person in with a chance of winning a £25 gift voucher to spend at a town centre shop. There'll also be a chance to play a game of Hemel Rocks. A spokesman said there will be 50 special coronation painted rocks hidden around the town centre on the morning of May the 7th. Will you be lucky enough to find one? Don't, don't forget to tag Hemel BID if you find one. Happy hunting. The Hemel Bid Street Party will follow the King's coronation on Saturday, May the 6th in an official ceremony which will be steeped in ceremony and tradition. It will be marked by street parties, community lunches or charity events hosted by organisations, community groups and individuals during the coronation weekend. Volunteer Centre Decorum and the big help out to mark the King's coronation. To mark His Majesty the King's coronation, thousands of charities and not-for-profit groups are raising awareness of volunteering opportunities available within local communities. The big help out will highlight the positive impact volunteering can have on individuals, groups and the wider community. Focusing on three key benefits, well-being, connectedness and employability. As part of the King's Big Help Out initiative, we have compiled a list from our many registered volunteers of those who are willing to do one-off event volunteering. So if you have an event either on the coronation weekend or any other time throughout the year, we can find you volunteers to support it who have had all their ID and two references checked. Here at the Community Action Decorum Volunteers Centre at the Roundhouse on the Marlows in Hemel Hempstead, we are opening on the 8th of May from 10am for anyone wishing to come along and look into volunteering at the many voluntary and community organisations in the borough. Joining us outside on the day will be volunteers from the Rotary Club of Hemel Hempstead who will be there to chat about the varied and interesting volunteering opportunities they have available to support the amazing work they do in the community. They will also be happy to make you a cup of tea to go with the homemade cakes they're bringing to the party. More coronation celebrations. Riverside Shopping Centre, Hemel Hempstead. 
Get Sunday 7th of May in your diaries as you are invited to Hemel Hempstead BID's street party. There will be singing and dancing, crazy golf, kids entertainment, balloon modellers, face paintings, walkabout acts and more. All free in Hemel Town Centre. See you there. Hemel Hempstead BID is a business-led body formed to improve a defined area of the town. Man and boy arrested in connection with Hemel assault. Detectives investigating an assault in Hemel Hempstead have made two further arrests in connection with the investigation. An 18-year-old man and a 17-year-old boy were arrested on Sunday the 12th of March on suspicion of assault, GBH and violent disorder. Both males have been released on bail while inquiries continue. A 16-year-old boy who was previously arrested on suspicion of assault, GBH and violent disorder also remains on bail at this time. Police were called shortly before 2pm on Friday the 3rd of March following an altercation involving a group of males in Gadebridge Park. During the incident, a 19-year-old man sustained a head injury. He was taken to hospital and is continuing to recover from his injuries at home. Detective Sergeant Paul Burton from Decorum Local Crime Unit said, We continue to conduct extensive inquiries into this incident and the circumstances surrounding it. As part of this, we are still appealing for anyone with further information to come forward and if they can help, please get in touch. Thank you. Thousands assist Hemel Engineer, who survived a coma, in his bid to walk again. Thousands of people have donated to a fundraiser assisting an engineer from Hemel Hempstead in his bid to regain independence after spending 25 days in a coma. Daniel Kane's family were told he would not survive after he suffered a cardiac arrest when his drink was spiked. At one point, medical professionals told Daniel's mum, Tracy, to take him off life support. It is suspected that Daniel's drink was spiked on a night out in, on the 9th of June 2020. He suffered brain and spinal cord injuries while his brain and spine were starved of oxygen. This meant when Daniel did wake up, he was unable to walk and had difficulty moving his upper body. For a year, Daniel was alone in hospital unable to see his family in person due to COVID restrictions. In last December, after a two and a half year wait, he returned home to Hertfordshire. However, he still requires round the clock care with relatives needed to help Daniel out of bed and going to the bathroom. Before the incident, Daniel was a promising footballer who was once a member of Arsenal's academy. He played for Comets, Hemel Aces and Hemel Town Centre Youth Clubs. These days, Daniel needs a wheelchair to get around and is in need of regular treatment to help him reach his ultimate goal of walking again and regaining a level of independence. He completed six NHS-funded rehabilitation set sessions, but now must pay £63 an hour for further assistance. His sister Natalie launched a fundraiser asking for help to get her brother the treatment he needs. A beloved dog from Hemel Hempstead is on the road to recovery from painful spinal surgery. Nurse Kim Haggerty from Hemel Hempstead has seen her golden retriever Indy's condition improve since she took a traditional beauty supplement. Indy is said to be back to her bouncy self after losing the use of her back legs when she was diagnosed with osteoarthritis. Kim credits the unusual supplement with speeding up the 10-year-old's recovery after a traumatic year of treatment. We were told that her recovery would be very long and to accept that she would always have some level of mobility problems. She started physio, hydrotherapy and acupuncture, which she still has. 
I was determined to get her back to enjoy life again, said Kim. Set on giving Indy the best recovery possible, Kim, who lives with graphic designer husband David, set about researching alternative supplements which would complement the dog's therapies and medication. Hemel Sisters receive Inspiration Awards. Two sisters from Hemel Hempstead were recognised at the Inspiring Muslim Awards 2023 in Trafalgar Square. Mayor of London Satik Khan's free annual festival, which took place on Saturday on the 29th of April, celebrated the end of Ramadan, the holy month of fasting. An estimated 25,000 people attended the event, where both Samira and Ruby Iqbal were among this year's winners. Developed in partnership with the Eid Community Advisory Group and London-based arts, culture and grassroots Muslim organisations, the theme for this year's festival was the Mayor's hashtag London for Everyone campaign and focuses on family, education and innovation, bringing communities, friends and families together. For the first time this year, the Inspiring Muslim Awards were given out on stage, recognising and celebrating unsung heroes. It was here that Samara and Ruby were two of six winners receiving Inspiring Muslim Awards. Samira, 17, was called to the stage to receive her award and managed to greet the crowd by saying Eid Mubarak in British Sign Language. She asked the crowd to copy her which was met with loud applause. Samara explained in her acceptance speech about the importance of not being afraid of or embarrassed by your own culture and heritage and why she strives for accessibility and inclusion. These motives came from her own experiences as a child of deaf parents, where she learned British Sign Language at a young age. M25 collision blocked lanes and caused five-mile queues. A collision occurred on the M25 near Potter's Bar, which caused major delays for motorists. The incident occurred on Tuesday, April 25th, when Hearts Police were called at 9.47am to reports of a crash on the M25 clockwise carriageway between Junction 23, South Mims, and Junction 24, Potter's Bar. The incident led the emergency services to rush to the scene to identify what had occurred. A cordon was put in place and the emergency services attended. Two cars were involved in the collision on the M25 clockwise carriageway. However, only minor injuries were reported. Queues of traffic up to seven and a half kilometers long formed on the <coughs> clockwise carriageway while the emergency services dealt with the situation. High Sheriff visits area. Newly appointed High Sheriff of Hertfordshire, Liz Green, spent a day visiting a number of charities, venues and small businesses across the Quorum. She was welcomed to the Forum and joined for the day by the Mayor of the Quorum, John Burney, on a whirlwind tour with visits including the CCTV department in Hemel Hempstead and the Crash Pad and Modular Homes, which are run by DENS. She then stopped off to visit the new crematorium in Hemel Hempstead and the old town hall in Old Hemel before stopping for lunch at the Fishery Inn. In the afternoon, her party visited the charity Open Door in Berkhamsted, the Natural History Museum in Tring and the Puddingstone Distillery just outside Tring. Liz said it was great to see such a wide variety of businesses and charities in a relatively small area. It was my first visit to the Old Town Hall and it was great to learn about the events they have planned. The new modular homes which are run by DENS are an excellent facility to enable individuals to adjust to independent living. I look forward to future visits across decorum during my year in office. 
Lizzie's working background was in retail marketing and PR at Next and Tyrac. For over 20 years, Liz has volunteered for a number of charities in Hertfordshire, including Delivering Meals on Wheels, organising street and supermarket collections for Rennie Grove Hospice Care, and more recently, helping at the Maxted Road Vaccination Centre during COVID. Police launch stalking awareness campaign. Hertfordshire Constabulary has launched a new stalking awareness campaign to make people aware of the seriousness of the crime. A police force spokesman said stalking can seem trivial, but the fixated, obsessive, unwanted and repeated uh, behaviour can have devastating consequences for victims. The police will be raising awareness of the dangers of predatory stalking and harassment behaviour and how these actions can escalate. To raise awareness, the force will be releasing a series of short videos on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. They highlight the misconceptions about stalking and use real-life examples of Hertfordshire victims. Hertfordshire Constabulary has a special domestic abuse investigations and safeguarding unit, DESU, which works with other agencies to safeguard victims and bring offenders before the courts. Detective Chief Inspector Andrea Dalton, who heads up the DESU, said anyone can be a victim of stalking, irrespective of age, gender or race, and stalking is a recognised criminal offence. Sadly, some offenders get so obsessive and fixated on their victims that their behaviour can quite quickly escalate and even put victims' lives in danger. Hertfordshire Police use an acronym that spells out FOUR, F-O-U-R, to define stalking at its behaviour, which is fixated, obsessive, unwanted and repeated. Young people may not always recognise this kind of behaviour as stalking, and they are especially vulnerable to being stalked on social media, which can be just as dangerous as following someone added DCI Dalton. Websites have been highlighted by the police forces as a stalking activity can happen remotely. The police force has flagged social networking sites, chat rooms, gaming sites and other forums as places where people can be harassed. Offenders can call text or mail people persistently, while other offenders set up fake social media accounts to spy on or impersonate someone. She continued, you don't even have to be in a relationship to be a victim of stalking. A stalking victim may even romanticize about the behavior, which can include repeated texts, gifts, turning up at school or university or work and contacting family members or friends. It's important that everyone recognises the signs and look out for changes in behaviour of, of your children, friends or neighbours, which can include being withdrawn, becoming more in, introverted or anxious, and some people have suicidal thoughts. Stalking can affect people of all ages, genders, and backgrounds and identities. Specialist officers deal stalking prevention orders, which put strict measures in place to protect victims. They usually include prohibitions for the offender, like areas they must avoid, and may include not contacting their victim in any other way, including via social media, a breach of a stalking protection order is, is a criminal offence and the offenders could be sent to prison. Concerned people can contact the
the National Stalking Helpline on 0808-802-0300. Or seek out further advice online at www.susielamplu.org. Chairman stays on. The chairman for the NHS Trust covering decorum has expressed his delight at signing a contract extension with the health body. Phil Townsend, the chairman for West Hearts Teaching Hospital's NHS Trust, has agreed to stay on until 2025. He is credited with overseeing innovation at Hertfordshire facilities and leading the trust through the pandemic. Chairman Townsend said, It is an honour to chair West Hearts Teaching Hospital's NHS Trust and to contribute to our vision of providing the best care possible every single day. I'm delighted to be part of this brilliant team and I look forward to more successes and in particular to being able to progress our redevelopment plans. Crackdown on those who lie to avoid speeding fines. Hertfordshire Police have announced a plan to crack down on motorists giving false information to avoid speed awareness courses. Drivers who give false addresses or names when submitting details for speed awareness courses could be jailed, Hertfordshire Constabulary has warned. It is considered perverting the course of justice to lie in order to avoid speeding fines and penalty points. Police forces in Bedfordshire, Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire have, a combi have combined 63 live cases investigating fraudulent activity taken by motorists. Investigator Supervisor Kevin Brown said, Re recently we have found that a growing number of drivers across Bedfordshire, Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire are choosing to ignore paperwork or attempting to lie their way out of a fine or speed awareness course. One case a few years ago ended with someone who had a clean driving license and no convictions being handed a six-month custodial sentence and losing their job after submitting a false name and address along with a fabricated story providing fraudulent documents in the process. Now this person has a criminal record and will fail any subsequent DBS checks. Obviously, our advice is to drive safely and stick to the speed limits, which are in place for a reason. But if you are caught speeding, ensure that you submit the correct details to avoid a potential criminal conviction. Ignoring paperwork can result in six penalty points and a £1,000 fine instead of a £100 fine. Providing false details can lead to a disqualification from driving and a custodial sentence. Subsequently, an offence of this nature is likely to leave the guilty party with a criminal record, which affects that person's future employment opportunities. To receive police messages about a range of topics, including burglaries, scams and missing people, Citizens are encouraged to sign up to OWL, online watch link, via www.owl.co.uk slash hearts. Or download the OWL Crime Alerts from smartphone application stores. Water leak repaired. A burst water main on the grounds of a hotel in Hemel Hempstead has finally been repaired after months of complaints. The water, according to concerned journalist John Danzig, was gushing some half a mile down the road from the Shendish Manor Hotel and Golf Course. Mr Danzig claims he first reported the leak to the supplier, Affinity Water, in late February. And several times afterwards before action was finally taken. Mr Danzig filmed and posted a video of the water and sent it to the Gazette. Affinity told the Gazette that it had attempted to locate the leak twice 
using an electronic device before finally landing on the right spot, which the company would excavate the very next day. The source of the leak was tracked to a cast iron main laid nearly 60 years ago, located underneath the entrance to the golf club's reception. The supplier explained the difficulty of the repair and apologised for any inconvenience. A spokesperson said, regrettably, this was one of those instances where the water was visible at a location some distance away from where the actual leak was located. It's not at all unusual for water to show up in a particular location that has no bearing to the actual location of the leak. Furthermore, this particular scenario was made all the more challenging due to the water emanating from the burst, hitching a ride via the clay ducting located immediately adjacent to our water main. Affinity Water apologises for any inconvenience caused to its customers and thanks them for their patience while we located and attended to the leak. Mr Danzig estimated the leak had wasted over 525,000 litres of water. Based on the statistic from industry body Water UK, that a running tap releases around six litres of water per minute. He said, drinking water is precious and hugely expensive to process, and thousands of gallons of fresh drinking water gushing half a mile down a road for at least two months ends up in sewers causing costly overflows and damaging the environment. Such leaks also deplete our supplies of drinking water. Ultimately, customers of Affinity will be paying for that. The water company said it was committed to halving leaks by 2050. The spokesperson added, we know the public care about water from a leakage being wasted, and so do we. We are confident that we are on track to deliver on our commitment to reduce leakage by 20% by 2025. We will do this through continuing to use innovative methods and technologies such as artificial intelligence and digital networks to find and fix leaks faster than ever before with the aim to reduce leakage by 50% by 2050. Reducing leakage is incredibly important to us. It plays a key part in helping us to leave more water in the environment to help protect our region's globally rare chalk streams whilst helping to provide a long-term sustainable supply of water. Any leaks and bursts can be reported via www.affinity-water.co.uk forward slash my-water forward slash leaks. The hotel did not respond to a request for comment. Ofsted inspection. An Ofsted report has painted a bright picture of a preschool in Hemel Hempstead. Fingerprints Preschool and Nursery is celebrating after it was awarded a good rating from the inspection body, which visited in February. Last year, the preschool, which takes children from two to four years old, received the third requires improvement rating. But according to the latest report, the managers and staff have worked hard to improve the provision described as a warm and nurturing environment. The preschool was praised for its group time, which encourages a sense of belonging, whilst children are also independent with encouragement from staff. Parent partnerships was also highlighted as a particular strength. Calling all cyclists. The hugely popular Hemel Hillbuster event is back later this month and it's bigger and better than ever. Run in association with British Cycling, the Dens Hillbuster returns to Hemel's Gadebridge Park and takes place over the rolling Chiltern Hills and through stunning historical villages across hearts, beds, and bucks. The charity sporting event is expected to welcome hundreds of passionate cyclists from the home counties, London and beyond. This year's edition, 
will showcase revamped routes for the 25K, 60K and 100K distances and a new 120K ride for cyclists ready to conquer a tougher challenge. Whether you're just getting into cycling or an experienced rider, there's a route for everyone to take on. Further highlights include feed stations with free gels, snacks and refreshments, and a vibrant event village where finishers can celebrate with a much-deserved beer and street food. Love Velo Cycle Works, an established cycle shop in Berkhamsted, is supporting the event and have provided their expertise to map the new routes. Tim Worrell, director at Lavilo Cycle Works, said, We are delighted to continue our partnership with Dens and their epic hillbuster. The routes should be fun yet challenging, taking on classic Chiltern climbs through beautiful countryside and should go down a treat with the riders. Proceeds raised from the Hillbuster will support Dens in their mission to help rebuild the lives of people facing homelessness, poverty and social exclusion. Wendy Lewington, CEO at Dens, said, This is a fantastic opportunity for riders of all backgrounds and abilities to experience the thrill of our legendary cycling event while also playing a part to help local people in need during these difficult times. Den's aim is to be the first port of call for people in decorum who are facing homelessness, poverty and social exclusion, to support and empower them to take the next positive step in their lives, secure and maintain a long-term housing option and be an active member of their community. Almost a clean sweep as seven decorum venues get new food hygiene ratings. It was almost a clean sweep, quite literally, as seven decorum venues were handed new food hygiene ratings. Three of the eateries are in Hemel Hempstead, two are in Berkhamsted and two are in Chipperfield. Six of the seven venues achieved the highest possible five-star food hygiene ratings, with one getting a three. Rated five... Cake Shack at 1 Chapelcroft, Chipperfield, Kings Langley, rated on March 23rd. Rated 5, The Windmill at the Common, Chipperfield, Kings Langley, rated on April 5th. Rated 5, The Halfway House at Hempstead Road, Bovingdon, Hemel Hempstead, rated on March 31st. Rated 5, The Bull at 10 High Street, Berkhamsted, Hertfordshire, Rated on March 30th. Rated 5. Lots of Rice Limited, 1 Holiday Street, Berkhamsted, Hertfordshire. Rated on March the 30th. Rated 5. Peaches and Cream at Kiosk 5B, Marlowe Shopping Centre, Marlowe's, Hemel Hempstead, Hertfordshire. Rated on March the 20th. Rated 3. Alababa at 16 High Street, Hemel Hempstead, Hertfordshire, rated on March the 23rd. The Food Standards Agency scheme gives businesses a rating from 5 to 0, which is displayed at their premises and online, so you can make more informed choices about where to buy and eat your food. The RSPB Hemel Hempstead Group has announced its next meetings and a talk from a Boxmoor Trust eco-officer. A spokesman for the group has announced all the relevant details in a new update. The next meeting is on Monday, May the 8th, which on this occasion is a week later than usual. Doors will open at 7.15pm, the meeting will start at 7.45pm and finish at around 9.45pm. Very importantly, it should be noted that it will again be held at the new venue, the Chipperfield Village Hall, postcode WD49BS. This venue will also be used for the remainder of the talks until June 2023. 
On this particular occasion, there will be talks by the Boxmore Trust and RSPB members together with a short AGM. Steve Dutch, the Boxmore Trust's ecology officer, will describe their activities, including their nature conservation initiatives, both to protect and to improve the flora and fauna on their extensive land holdings. Two lovely cats need loving new home in decorum after change in circumstances for their owner. Two lovely cats need a loving new home. Suki and Quincy are coming up to seven years of age. Suki is female, white and black, and Quincy is male and black. They are the perfect soulmates. Quincy is a lovely, laid-back boy who loves attention and is always up for a good game and happy for you to join in. Suki is a touch more shy on first meetings, but once she knows you, she is all for the attention and loves the good play as well. They do love company and would prefer it if there was someone around for part of the day. They would be happier in a calm family environment as the only pets. Access to a secure garden after their settling in period away from main roads would be ideal. Cat Protection said, None of our vital work would be possible without you. There are many ways you can be there for cats and kittens in Hemel Hempstead and Berkhamsted. If you have space in your heart and home for Suki and Quincy, then visit the Cats Protection website or call 0345 371 1851. Over 1,000 years of BSI Hemel Service reunited under one roof. Over 1,000 years of service at BSI in Hemel is set to be reunited under one roof later this month. The Hemel-based test laboratories have been an established employer in Hemel since the 1960s. Vaughan Rance, who worked there in the 1990s, says some places of work just remain very special long after you've left. We started running reunions a few years ago and they've just got bigger every year. The reunion will be very informal with no tickets or meal. It is simply a case of turn up to the White Horse in Bourne End on Friday 26th of May from 3 till 6 p.m. The last time the reunion was run, over 50 former and current employees attended, most of whom who had worked at BSI for over 20 years making it over 1,000 years of loyal service celebrated. Vaughan added, If you used to work there, we'd love to see you. Equally, if you know anyone who did, we'd be grateful if you would let them know. A care group based in Berkhampstead was ranked as one of the 20 best providers in the country. Berkeley Care Home came out as one of the 20 most recommended companies in the industry based on reviews on carehome.co.uk. Reviews were also submitted by relatives and friends of people living in care. There are nearly 17,000 care homes in the UK caring for around half a million people. The top 20 groups were shortlisted for an award from the Reviews website. Over 12,000 of the care homes in the UK support older people aged 65 and over, while the rest care for people with learning disabilities and mental health issues throughout the UK. Amanda Hopkins, Reviews Manager of carehome.co.uk said, it is a huge achievement to be named as one of the top 20 care home groups in the UK by the residents and their families who have experienced for themselves the care and support being given at the care home. Our award, which celebrates the excellent care given by care home groups, show Barclay Care Group ensures it gives first-rate care throughout its homes and we would like to congratulate it on being a top care home group. Andrew Wynne Stanley, Managing Director at Barclay Care Group said, 
we're immensely proud to yet again be listed in the prestigious carehome.co.uk Top 20 Care Home Group Awards. This award wouldn't be possible without the hard work and dedication of the whole team working across the Barclay Group. Their drive to deliver excellent care, married with the modern facilities available in our homes, is the key pillar to our service offering. To have their efforts recognised like this means a huge amount to everyone here, including our residents. Films at the cinema this week. All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track. Please mention your requirements at the time of booking. Air. From award-winning director Ben Affleck, Air reveals the unbelievable, game-changing partnership between a then-rookie Michael Jordan and Nike's fledgling basketball division, which revolutionised the world of sports and contemporary culture with the Air Jordan brand. This moving story follows the career-defining gamble of an unconventional team with everything on the line, the uncompromising vision of a mother who knows the worth of her son's immense talent, and the basketball phenome who would become the greatest of all time. The cast is Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, Matt Damon, Viola Davis, Chris Messina, Jay Moore, Chris Tucker, Marlon Wayans, Gustav Skarsgård, Matthew Marr, and Julius Tenen. From the minds behind Searching Comes Missing, a thrilling roller coaster mystery that makes you wonder how well you know those close to you, when her mother, played by Nia Long, disappears while on vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend, June, played by Storm Reed has a search for answers which is hindered by international red tape. Stuck thousands of miles away in Los Angeles, June creatively uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try and find her before it's too late. But as she digs deeper, her digital sleuthing raises more questions than answers. And when June unravels secrets about her mum, she discovers that she never really knew her at all. The cast is Amy Landecker, Nia Long, Ken Lung, Joachim de Almeida, Storm Reed. Polite Society. A merry mash of sisterly affection, parental disappointment and bold action. Polite Society follows martial artist in training, Rhea Khan, who believes she must save her older sister, Lena, from her impending marriage. After enlisting the help of her friends, Rhea attempts to pull off the most ambitious of all wedding heists in the name of independence and sisterhood. Cast includes Rita Araya, Priya Kansara, Nimra Busha, Shoba Kapoor, Ella Broccoleri, Safina Bey, Shona Babiloni, Jeff Mirza, Ashi Kala, director Nida Manzur. Big George Foreman, The Miraculous Story Of. This film follows the remarkable life and times of George Foreman, from Olympic gold medalist to world heavyweight champion, the rumble in the jungle fight with Muhammad Ali and Zaire, to finding his faith, retiring and becoming a preacher. When financial hardship hits his family and his church, he steps back into the ring and regains the championship at age 45, the oldest heavyweight champion in boxing history. The cast. John Magaro, Sonia Son, Forrest Whitaker, Chris Davies, Sullivan Jones, Jasmine Matthews, Shane Monpremier. Director, George Tillman, Jr. The Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry. 
The unlikely pilgrimage of Harold Fry is the story of an unremarkable man who sets off on a remarkable journey. Harold lives a life without purpose until he learns an old friend is dying and vows that in walking across England to see her, his journey can keep her alive. Based on the 2012 New York Times and Sunday Times bestseller of the same name, this heartfelt and original take on the coming-of-age narrative will resonate with audiences of all ages. Recently retired, Harold Fry is well into his 60s and content to fade quietly into the background of life. Harold's life with his wife Maureen is uneventful and their marriage frozen due to an unspeakable conflict relating to the absence of their son. Until one day, Harold learns his old friend Queenie is dying. He sets off to the post office to send her a letter and decides to keep walking all the way to her hospice, 450 miles away. A story of rediscovery and transformation. Harold Fry is an uplifting reminder that you're never too old to take a chance and that kindness is less rare than you think. Harold Fry's heartfelt narrative is anchored by poignant performances from Academy Award winner Jim Broadbent as Harold alongside Dame Penelope, Dame Penelope Wilson, DBE, as his wife Maureen. It is the first work from director Hetty MacDonald since the successful BBC series, Normal People. The film was developed with the support of the British Film Institute and Film 4 and awarded National Lottery funding. Author Rachel Joyce, who won the 2012 UK National Book Award for the New Writer of the Year, also penned the screenplay. Harold Fry was shot sequentially on location across the UK, mirroring Harold's own pilgrimage. Cast Jim Broadbent, Penelope Wilton, Monica Gossman, Manu Tiara, directed by Hetty MacDonald. And now to some sport. Perfect Storm are playoff champions with an invincible record. Hamill Storm beat Worthing Thunder 69 to 63 in Manchester to add to having won the regular season title and also remain undefeated to claim an invincible 41 to nil record. Just the second team to ever do the sweep in the NBL of the Cup trophy, league and playoffs after Reading Rockets in 2009. Both teams started relatively slowly on the scoring, with good defence being applied to the oncoming offence before Storm were first to put points on the board. However, Worthing were able to knock down two three-pointers to calm any nerves they may have had going into the game. Momentum was with the Thunder until the last minute where Storm were able to take a 19-18 lead going into the second quarter. The hustle and determination from Storm was amazing and needed to be and needed to be to stop Worthing from threatening. The Berkhampstead Gymnastics Club gets national recognition with award nomination. In need of a staffing overhaul and forced to close its doors, Berkhampstead Gymnastics Club's days appeared numbered in March 2020. Few would have predicted that just three years on from the start of the pandemic, they would be shortlisted for the Gymnastics Club of the Year, plus 250 members gong at the British Gymnastics Award. Club consultant Karina Brown believes a refreshed emphasis on a family feel and fun for all has taken the crucial local facility to the next level. We nearly shut our doors before COVID-19, so actually being able to start again was a blessing in a way, said Brown, 33 from Hampshire. We were able to change the ethos and the feel of the club, making it a place where people went want to keep coming back instead of having a high turnover. 
It's a pretty amazing journey that the club has been on. We are recognisable, we're not recognisable from where we were. We just wanted to open our doors to the community and be able to offer them the chance to get active again. If our members stay in gymnastics or not, we can still be part of their long-term journey. As we've got back on our feet, we've been able to open classes and they have been filled immediately. Slowly, as we have developed the team, we've been able to maximise the opportunities we can offer the community. And that is fab. It's a great team. The British Gymnastic Awards are community-led and about championing those who make the sport an uplifting experience for all, with more nominations than ever before coming in this year. It is the creativity, dedication and passion from people in the sport that make gymnastics an accessible, inclusive and enjoyable sport for all. The nominations were judged by panels made up of British Gymnastics Committee members and external panellists from across UK Sport, Gymnova, Milano, Gym Aid, Youth Sport Trust, Sport England, Women in Sport, the Include Summit Sport and Recreation Alliance, the Sport for Development Coalition, and GB Gymnasts. Meet Lana from Berkhamsted this year's youngest London marathon runner. I am officially this year's youngest London marathon runner. I turned 18 the day before the race, so I just qualify. I was interviewed live on Sunday at 9.52 a.m. by the BBC at the start line. I live in Berkhamsted and I am a fashion student in London. This is my first marathon. I am running for Leukaemia Care. I chose this charity in particular as I lost my granddad, Edward Bell, to acute myeloid leukaemia, and I remember his hard and courageous battle. As a family, we lost a close friend a few months ago to leukaemia as well. So many other families go through the same, so I just wanted to do my bit to help in any way I can so people affected can receive the best possible diagnosis, information, advice and treatment. The county's only roller derby team coming back with bells on in, with bells on in Hemel after a four-year hiatus. Hertfordshire's Hell's Bells host a Five Nations roller derby game day on Saturday at Hemel Hempstead Leisure Centre. Hertfordshire's Hell's Bells are back in action after their enforced break and host a Five Nations roller derby game day on Saturday 22nd of April 2023 at Hemel Hempstead Leisure Centre to kick off the 2023 season for the Tier 3 East Division. It is a return to competitive championship games for the first time since 2019. A spokesman has promised an exciting game for players and spectators as it is the Hells Bells' first game against the London Rockin' Rollers and also the first competitive bout for the team since roller derby. As with many other sports, came to a stop in 2020 during the pandemic. If you've never seen live roller derby before, it's exciting to watch fast-paced and hard-hitting. Played on quad roller skates, roller derby is one of the fastest-growing full-contact sports in the UK and has been under consideration as an Olympic sport. Calling all old boys a Victoria School football team. Former Victoria School halfback Ken Potter has found an old photo of former players circa 1949 and can remember all his old teammates bar two and wonders if any Gazette readers can help out the one-time first Berkhampstead Cub Scout. He says, I just can't recall the two boys on the right-hand end of the front row, nor the name of the sportsmaster. 
Mr. Maddox, the headmaster, is standing on the left, and I'm in the back row, second from left. With me on the back row are Peter Snoxall, Brian Bandy, Derek Folds, and Claude Potton. And in the front, Keith Ellist, John Marnock, John Wheeler, Bomber Thompson, and Roland Glass. Ken, 85, has fond memories of being in the choir at St Peter's, but confesses, although I enjoyed the singing very much, I was no goody two-shoes. He left the school when he was 13 and moved to Maidstone, but kept in touch with his old school buddies through the family grapevine. He joined the RAF in 1952 and trained as an aircraft engineer and spent the rest of his life working in the airline business before being offered part-time work with the fighter collection in Duxford when he retired. Ken wed his school sweetheart, Valerie Bull, and they have two daughters, Alison and Amanda. The couple divorced after 26 years, and he is now married to Jane and lives in East Sussex. If you can provide the missing names for Ken's football mates, let us know via mkbucks.newstream at jpress.co.uk. Tudors are held while Champions Boko lose out. Two draws in three days all but ended Hemel Hempstead Town's hopes of still gaining a National League South playoff place. The Tudors were held to a 1-1 draw at Tunbridge Angels on Saturday. Joe Turner's 52nd-minute opener for the hosts, cancelled out by Josh Castiglione's equaliser nine minutes later. It was the same scoreline two days later, as Hemel hosted Dulwich Hamlet. It looked as though the visitors had won the game five minutes from time, when Sanchez Ming put them in front but Charlie Hughes struck deep into stoppage time to earn a point that maintained Hemel's unbeaten run. More football. Burko. SPL Division I South champions, Berkhamsted, meanwhile, saw their Easter Monday derby at AFC Dunstable postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. Two days earlier, Burko's unbeaten home run was ended by a 2-0 loss at home to Ware. Two goals from Brandon Adams in the last quarter of the first half gave Ware the honour of being the only team to do the double over Berkhamsted this season. His first was a diving header from a good cross and the second a close-range shot, sweeping the ball home when the home defence were appealing in vain for offside. After the match, Gary Clark of the Southern League presented the Division I Winners' Trophy and medals to the Berkhamsted players as champions. On Saturday, Burko entertained struggling Highworth Town in their last home three-pointer of the season. And finally, just a reminder that the Decorum Talking Newspaper Annual General Meeting will be held on Saturday the 10th of June at the Adyfield Community Centre at 2pm. Tea and biscuits will be provided. This is a great opportunity for the DTN team to meet listeners and hear what they think. It is also a brilliant opportunity for listeners to meet the team that make the weekly broadcasts possible. We all look forward to seeing you all there with kind regards, Audrey Mackey. We've come to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are sunrise at 5.29 and sunset at 20.28, giving 14 hours and 59 minutes of daylight. We currently have a waxing gibbous moon. If you would like to give us any feedback or you have a news story or know of an event taking place soon that you think would be suitable for our listeners, please get in touch by email to secretary at dtnhemmel.org.uk. 
For those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhemel.org.uk. For those who are listening to this week's news via a memory stick, after the music there is the amenities section that gives details of various group and contact details of organisations. So until next time, it's goodbye from all of tonight's team and we hope you enjoy the celebrations over the weekend.